A blonde and a brunette walk into the bar, and what do you get? One wants to peg you, one wants to kick your ass. <laughs> I'm Harley. And I'm Jess. And welcome to the shit show. <laughs> welcome back. Love you. I just thought of Mr. Bean again. I'm sorry. And no, I don't mean the vagina type of Mr. Bean. You think about flicking the bean? Jesus. Oh my God. Well, what up, listeners? We've got an interesting show for you this coming week to spice it all up. So. All right, kind of like so, a variety, not a variety. I mean, when is it not though? It's it's gonna be a roller coaster. <laughs> this episode is gonna be a roller coaster. So so just hang in there with us. And all right, let, I don't know. I feel and like I'm in a weird I'm, fucking giggly mood. So I'm just like, <laughs> here we fucking just fucking send it, dude. Uh, okay, well, uh, this is all hypothetical. So if we're incriminating ourselves, no, we're not. These we want to know, like, have you, have you, the audience, Harley, myself, have you had sex in public? <laughs> this is a safe place. <laughs> this is the safe place for all. And I am 100% for you giving me the feedback because, again, I fucking love the feedback from just all of our pe- listeners. Oh. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> I'm going to tell, God, there's been quite a few times that actually more than a handful of times that I've had sex in public and I it's fine. The first time though, oh god, this is why I'm a degenerate and I'm going to hell. The first time I ever had sex in public. It god. It was this was also pre-child, so fuck you, don't judge me. Um it was on a church playground. Oh. <laughs> church <laughs> playground because it was my boyfriend at the time, and we couldn't do it at either other. Like it was weird because we lived like across the sh- like uh, across the street from each other, but we neither one of us could do it at like my house or his house, whatever. Again, we're in high school, yeah. and the church was the in between point of my house. <laughs> well, if you don't sin, then Jesus died for nothing. So <laughs> I love that. Okay. I've had my experiences in a church parking lot. It happens whatever <laughs> a parking lot though and mine was on a whole ass playground like I'm yeah just, but i mean ah. was it like at least like late enough to where like oh yeah no all right all right yeah it was in the middle of the night there was no daylight there was no okay. street lights there was just the I, concept of the fact that it was on a church playground <laughs> i guess i will say like no one really gets like creative w- unless you're like two teens in high school trying to you know, it's not like you. Oh, have absolutely. That's well, like, y'all need anything? Some snacks? Calm down. No, that's not a thing. It's it goes from like whore to where's our grandkids? Eek! Oh so, yeah, that's pretty much. There's one more though. Oh my god, how you talking about being creative? God, I don't think my mom listens to this, so I'm hoping not. Because if she hears this, she's she don't care. We're pretty open with each other now. Like we're just to that point in our relationship. So I threw a benefit a couple, like, this was years ago. I threw a benefit for her. And, uh, yeah, it was, like, her birthday party benefit because we thought she had ovarian cancer, so she needed help with medical treatment, whatever. Mm, Okay. This event stressed me out so fucking much. You were like, God, I need some dick. Pretty much. (laughs) And I had some liquid courage in me. So there was a back room. 
where they used to, where they do birthday parties at, and why there was a couch. I don't. Oh well, that was where. Oh, you know why there was a couch. <laughs> well, so a motorcycle club that I'm very friends with some of the guys into it. They do church there, and what well, the time they did, I don't know. If it, whatever. Again, years ago, and yeah, I was like, hey, oh, like. <laughs> We're still friends to this day, too. But, yeah, me and this guy, we fucking did it at my mom's birthday party in a fucking room at the bowling alley. <laughs> in the middle of this. And literally, while well, I had a tutu on, also. Ooh, put that up there. Oh, he saw the tutu. He was like, oh, he's going to get that booty. <laughs> that booty. <laughs> Yikes. I mean, hey, I'm all for it. It's it's that, like, it's like the slight risk that maybe turns you on. I don't know. I- that's what I was going to say. Like, does having sex in public, do you think, like, I don't do it all. I have not done that often. I'm it's just like. A, like a re- reoccurring habit. No, absolutely not. It's just like, like one of those in the moment. Let's yeah, fucking. exactly. Like, there was one time I did it at a, a supplement shop. So, <laughs> there was that too. Told you, y'all, I, I have my dark moments. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> y'all learned something new about me today, but I don't really give a fuck. I am an open book. So, but yeah, I I don't know. Now that I like I'm thinking about it, it really was just like a cuz I'm not an adrenaline uh, I kind of am an adrenaline junkie, but not to that point. I'm just like fuck it, let's go. Cuz I'm one of those ones to like not now, but before I am one of those ones that excuse me, that I can literally it's probably a super toxic trait of mine. Um like I can high, I'm pretty sure I said this in an episode too. I can literally have sex with you, high five you, and tell you like, all right, I'll we'll get a drink sometime, or hey, see you later, dude. Like, I, I don't do emotions during sex unless it's like obviously like somebody I'm seeing or in a relationship with. Blah, blah, like blah, reciprocated, blah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Like you don't get I, attached. Exactly. Like sex mm-hmm. is like I got mine, high five. All right, bro, I'll see you when I see you. Like. It's again, that's probably don't complicate it. Just don't, yeah, that's awesome. That's good. <laughs> Sometimes, not how, but what about you? I feel like <laughs> this is the problem with having like so many concussions. There's like a few on the top of my head, but I know there's more. Um, yikes. Okay, shit. I mean. I'm not going to share any of my military stories because no. <laughs> um, but yeah, church parking lot, you know, and we were out with like one instance was like, we were out with friends, like drinking at bars and, um, you know, we wanted to go hook up, but we didn't want to go far. So we just drive around the truck and find a place, whatever. Um, where else? Literally like on a parking deck. It's like a parking garage. I know, so classy. But <laughs> I don't care. I, girl, like, I just told you some fuck shit. I did it at my mom's birthday party. Like, on a, at a church playground. Um, what? Safe zone. Like, this, like, golf course shack? I don't fucking know. I don't, yeah. I don't do hookups anymore. So it's like going down this memory lane that I don't really feel like I want to go down. Cause then I'm like, Oh man, should I, should I go wild and out again? But I think that's kind of it. You just reminded me. Uh, cause you said driving around. 
I don't know why this is still to this day one of my fucking favorite stories. It's not favorite, but it just makes me laugh. Is that me and this guy, which we're friends now still too, is his best friend was driving us around. And y'all were getting busy. <laughs> oh my God. He was like, what? What's that called? A porn taxi. <laughs> he's, he, he's literally like a sex taxi. I love that. That, <laughs> But he was driving. And I guess at one point he was watching us in the mirror. And he wrecked into a mailbox. Oh my God. <laughs> that little stinker. On a main road too. Like I didn't realize it. But all of a sudden, yeah, he ran over someone's mailbox. And we're like, what the fuck, bro? And he's like, yeah, I was watching. No, I ain't gonna lie. (laughs) (laughs) At least he admitted. Oh, but hey, shout out to him. That's a real homie. (laughs) That's a homie. Yo, I don't this is back in my back in the day. Like, this is not none of these stories are like Ew, I've done it in a pool. I've done it in the ocean. How in the ocean? In the ocean. Hell. I know, girl. I was worried. I was like, some fucking microbes are going to be all up on that shit. <laughs> little, little, <laughs> tiny fish. After. Don't worry. I went to the clinic after. I was like, ah, I want to have some sea moss growing in my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah. There's no way. Uh-uh. Oh, <laughs> yeah, boy. Because I, I, like, almost had a chance to have sex on the beach. But... I was like, mm. I think it can be really romantic, but sand does get everywhere. Mm-hmm. But then again, um, I've had sex in the woods, so it's like, mm. oh yeah, you ever just like go on a stroll with like your boo thing? Y'all just get y'all just like find like a little opening in the woods, You're just like, hey, let's just go over there. <laughs> That's exactly. Because why not? Exactly. I do wonder, like, if he like, because in that instance where i just shared about the woods um he he like finished he like pulled out and finished like on the grass or whatever and i was like oh my god is like is there gonna be like a baby or like is some like <laughs> is some little critter gonna like <laughs> step in their nut <laughs> and just be covered in ch- ew i was like poor chipmunks it's not milk don't do it <laughs> No, don't do it. <laughs> Ew. Because I just pictured like Cinderella and all the animals that come through. <laughs> I know, I'm fucking feral, but whatever. That's what? why we get along, I so think, I'm fucking crying. I think with sex in public, I also like, to, I don't like to pee in public, but if if I need to, I need to go. I like marking my territory, quote unquote. And so, like, I have a list of all of the states that I've just, like, raw dog peed in. <laughs> like, oh, yeah, I peed at this truck stop in Nebraska. <laughs> like, I don't know why I'm so proud of that, but I am. <laughs> I love that. Like, there's so many. I don't give a I'll literally pee in public. Look, literally, I shit you not. No, never mind. I'm not going to share this story because I have people in my bit. unit. What? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I have people in my unit that bit. listen. <laughs> so I can't tell this story till I get out about a oh. pissing incident that I had. Okay, um, yes. So save it for later. But you know what we do need to acknowledge? Hmm. We have a whole bunch of listeners in Djibouti. Djibouti! <laughs> what the fuck? And the percentage. That means more people are listening in Djibouti because that listenership keeps that percentage keeps going up. So I would like to know. Yeah. <laughs> Who are you? Like so, I'm well, for it. on the top of my head is 
that's a common rotation for a lot of engineers that I know. I don't know if it might be Fort Riley or whoever else, but yeah, that is a common rotation. I've had friends go there. Um, so I, I, I think that that's it or, or I don't know, maybe we're like attracting a certain <laughs> demographic of men and they're like, Oh, these American chicks are nasty. <laughs> So it could be one or both. I don't know. But we do have to give them a shout out. Appreciate the listens. Appreciate the support. And Djibouti. Djibouti. And Djibouti. (laughs) Hell yeah. Okay. But But for our listeners, why do you... Okay, if you have sex in public, why have you? Like, is it adrenaline thing? Is it just a fuck it in the moment thing? Like, we're here. Let's do it. Or is it just the concept of, oh, we might get caught, da, 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 like right. whatever. And is like, alcohol involved? Because I feel like I get a little tipsy. I want to do some shit. And I don't oh, care. Uh, just spend me over in the bar at that point. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever fucked in a bathroom? <laughs> at a bar, absolutely. At a bar. There was a bar I worked at. And this dude, we had been oh, seeing each other, whatever. And he stayed with me till closing time. And I was like, fuck it. Stopped cleaning. And we fucking went and did it in the bathroom. Noise. I knew it was clean though because I just cleaned it. <laughs> there you go. It doesn't smell like piss. All right. Exactly. We, see, like, we, we, we need to know these questions. We want to know are we just feral rabbits or do y'all also partake in the the risk or you know the rush? It, it doesn't even have to be necessarily like public. Like I know a lot of gals that love to give roadhead. So <laughs> that counts one of those. too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That counts too. But we want to know. This is a safe place and snitches get stitches. So your secrets are safe with us. Your name, if you ever, like, I know there's some people that even told me that they were hesitant on giving us feedback about certain things. We will never name drop you. Ever. Like, not a thing. Unless you want us to, but we'll usually just keep it. Like, very vague. Like, we'll tell the story in the feedback, but there's there's that. So Exactly. Because that's not the point. We want to just continue the dialogue. It's not about who said what. It's just the topic. It's whole exactly. spicy. We need answers. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, our next topic is love languages. We <laughs> go from sex in public to it's love languages. And that's what we were saying. It's a roller coaster. So just hang in there with us. <laughs> but Harley brought this up. So I kind of want to know why uh, you brought it up. So I don't know, this past week, love languages has been like a topic like everywhere at my marine work, at the bar work, you know, with my relationships. Like it's just love languages. That sounds super cliche, like how some people are like, oh, well, astrology is fucking weird. No, it's not. But then love languages, people don't pay attention to that. It is a it's not just a gender thing. It is a human thing. Like for me, my love language is words of affirmation and acts of um fuck i totally forgot what it was but like acts of whatever the fuck acts of service there it is yep thank you and i was talking to some of my guys guy friends at work and okay let me just put that out there that because most of my conversations are with the guys i work with all males in both jobs both oh damn (laughs) (laughs) i don't have very many females (laughs) like i just want to put that out there anyways because everybody's like, well, if you're having these conversations with guys, they just want to fuck you. Okay, fuck you. That's literally. No, they want to learn. We want to learn from each other. We want to like just truthfully have a good conversation so we can 
understand each other better that way like there won't be that because honestly I think that there's a huge disconnect especially in the dating world in the love world everyone just is very selfish just wants to get theirs that might be part of the hookup culture as well that's being embedded into this like love war whatever but it shouldn't be that way like we're we're fighting like cats and dogs when really we're fucking human we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to fucking wolves and shit like so the love link the five love languages is just a better way to understand the people around you it doesn't necessarily have to be in a romantic way because um you know even some friendships thrive off of you know communicating and understanding how you see and perceive love attention um and you know the little things in between as well as romantically so it it can really like make your friendship or relationship thrive. So when I first heard of love languages, I didn't know that there were five. Like I, I, and then I found out there was a book and I read it and it led me to a whole bunch of other kind of like discovery within, you know, man and woman, how we can come together and stuff. So I think it's just like, well, all right. The five long love languages for those that don't know, is one is uh, gifts or tokens of affection. The other is quality time together. The third is physical touch. The fourth is words of affirmation. And the last is acts of service. So just because you see love as like, oh, uh, you have to buy me gifts. You have to tell me I'm pretty all the time. And we have to go on a date once a week, every week. Okay, sure. But then do you reciprocate that love? Like, is it just like a give and take? And it's supposed to be both give, give. And that's what builds the relationship. That's what builds the friendship. You can't just have this unequal, unbalanced side of one person giving everything and one person just receiving it or, or like, you know, half-assing it. Like it's not, it's not, it's not fair to your partner or your friend if it's in a very selfish or unbalanced way. So again, like say, say that something bad happened to your friend or, you know, their parent just passed and you want to be able to show up for them. Well, maybe they don't like presents. Maybe they would more appreciate a card that says, Hey, I'm so sorry for what you're going through. I'm here for you. Um, I'm always here if you need a, an ear or a shoulder to cry on, like, and they might appreciate that more than just like, you know, a gift or flowers or something like that. So just being able to talk to someone and seeing how they reciprocate love, as well as how they show it is just a really good way to just get to know each other like on a, on a deeper basis. That way you can show up better as a friend or a partner and it can really thrive in that way. Because Cause why not? You know, some people don't really take the time to get to know each other anymore. Mm -hmm. So that boils down to that thing. We always talk about that beautiful word of communication. So here's your weekly normalize also, cause you brought this up, how it's not reciprocated to both sides. Women, we talk about love language all the fucking time. We talk about, well, this is what, this is how I am. This is blah, 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 blah. Men are the exact same way. They are just not as vocal about it. So normalize appreciating and talking about a male's, love language as well because again like you said what might fit for this person is not going to be the same to fit for this person so like for me 
when being with somebody that's deployed, it was really hard for me because it, it was like, I get the training and I get that, like, but the little bit that you could talk, I needed that reassurance, reassurance still. And I did that like every relationship. I'm not a, like, I'm a very big reassurance person. And I think that's just because trauma, to be hundred percent honest with you. I think that all just not feeling like I'm worthy enough of attention from like my past, like my childhood and everything and just needing that love. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so that's, that's a big thing is communicating is understanding your partner or understanding that person of just what their love language is, whether you are the male, the female, whatever you identify as, it's just in like acts of service as well. Like I'm not a huge gift person, but like if you brought me a bag of Cool Ranch Doritos and jalapeno cheese dip sauce, I'm going to fucking buckle at the knees. Like, yeah. <laughs> because yeah. that shows you also paid attention to when I said, what's my favorite snack? Mm-hmm. Or the fact like me or being like a when you order at the restaurant. Mm-hmm. Being yeah, a cup person. Yeah, like, okay. I'm such a cup person. And yeah. like, if you looked at my cabinet, I don't have like a set form of dishes. It is literally shit yeah. I've collected, been gifted, or fucking Yeti cups that I've just whatever. Like, it is that is all my cabinet is. Yeah, and yeah. getting me a cup, oh my God. Because you're like, oh, I thought of you. Or I thought you might like this. I'm like, Sweet. Oh. I love that. Like, and- it's just like little shit like that. Like, that that's the stuff to pay attention to. Like, again, whether you females quit being like everything. Oh, my God. Like, there's like this TikTok going around about how blue collar men need a bougie woman. And women are like, yeah, duh, because I just want to sit here and look pretty and spend his money while he works really hard. Fuck that. No. Y'all should be equally grinding, equally fucking doing. Like, I'm so, I hate gender roles. That's just my logic. I know people are traditional. It can be a little frustrating. Well, I think they can be a little frustrating when someone feels entitled. Oh, God. And women, I'm I'm going to call women out. Women feel are the fucking worst for it. Feel (laughs) fucking entitled to shit. I'm not even kidding you. Like, I don't know why, because you have a fucking vagina and, you know, can go bleach your hair out, bleach your butthole and all this other stuff that you just think you're the God's given earth. Like, yes, you're hot and you like you are. You're beautiful. Good for you. But what do you also what do you bring to the table? That's my thing. I think, unfortunately, it's just something that's just not really talked about or valued in society. Uh, I think it's also like maybe a generational thing, like how a lot of us were raised and we're trying to unlearn a lot of that. And I can definitely attest to that. I feel like at one point I was that bougie, bitchy girlfriend. And you got to bring way more to the table than a bad attitude and entitlement, honestly. Mm-hmm. Um, but for me, it was just kind of like going from serious relationship to serious relationship. And I I value what is unique and sacred. So what I had with someone isn't going to be the same relationship style that I'm going to have with you. And that's the point. Even sex. That's- Even sex can be different. Yes. And so, you know, if if we have like a little joke or something like that, that's between you and I, and I'm not going to be out here doing that with a new boyfriend or new girlfriend. You know what I mean? And so love languages, like I said, is just a way to get to know your partner or your friend so that you can have something original 
and solid to base off. Um, and yeah, you know, like I said, you, you gotta give, you gotta be able to put something in the relationship. So you can't just be like, gimme, gimme, gimme all the time. It's not fair. Cause what if your partner was like that? You wouldn't appreciate it. So mm-hmm. why are you doing it? The hypocrisy is fucking real. Like, don't get me wrong. I know that there are times where you want to feel appreciated. You want to feel loved. And that's where I love where, you know, their partner just sporadically just brings them flowers, a little gift, like continue to love each other, continue to date each other. And the relationship or friendship will continue to grow and thrive. Uh, You stay stagnant when you don't put anything in there, you know? So get get rid of the mindset of, well, I've got them. So they're obviously going to stay because it's not, that's not over time because just because you guys got together or officially are together does not mean you just stop doing. And that's why a lot of like marriages fail, like marriages, relationships, shit fails because they think that, oh, I have that person now. I don't have to put forth the effort. And that's not just a gender thing. That is a both parties fucking, well, I have him now, so he needs to fucking take care of me. Or I got her, so I don't need to bring her flowers or do anything for her anymore. Like, we're together. We have a house. We have kids together. No. Like, like you said, you should never stop dating each other. Like, I love these, these goofy, I've seen it in movies and stuff where they're like, they do the fake dates. There was a, a, a meme about it where it was like, this girl went to the bar and this guy came up to her and was like being goofy, like, hey, girl, how you doing? You come here often? And the bartender oh, yeah, was yeah, like, yeah. is this guy bothering you? And he goes, no, it's just my husband. And like they pretend to just now finally meet for the first time. And I was like, that is that right there. That's cute as fuck. Like, <laughs> like it's so fun. Exactly. Like just doing stupid, goofy shit with each other. Don't be afraid. Like, yeah, if y'all, that's the thing. If y'all are together, do goofy shit. Go do the fucking goodwill date. Like, go fucking find each other's outfit and go out on a fucking date and do it. Who fucking cares? Nobody else is looking at, like, people might look at you weird, might say some goofy-ass shit, but you know what the matters at the end of the day is that y'all had a good old time. That's yeah. all that matters. I agree with that. I think what I also want to add with that is, like, you get what you put in the relationship. Mm-hmm. You know what Absolutely. I mean? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and also what I'm kind of seeing and trying to, I'm not trying to spice this up, but just like you, it's inevitable. It's the fucking truth. And I'm going to say it. If they cheat with you, they will cheat on you. And for you to expect otherwise, even if y'all are in a relationship now, you might as well get you a fucking clown kit, clown makeup, because you are boo boo the fool. Like, I'm sorry. It, did something karma. happen is that what brought that up did something happen karma. karma no not to me but just you know you see someone cycle they can't stay faithful to their partner and you think that it's gonna be the exception with you all right girl whatever what la la land are you on what what shit are you smoking because that's that's not and it's 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 sad um, but people can change. But I was about to say, you think people can change? I I do think so. But some people can put up a really good mask in order to convince people that they've changed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Been there. And you know, I've personally been there. And then you know, trying to avoid the work, whatever. But no, if you if you can really face your shit, you can absolutely change. But 
I don't know. I just see a lot of insecure couples. Um, and me just doing my thing, I just find it disrespectful because, like, dude, like, not everyone is desperately seeking a partner or, you know, a girlfriend, a hookup, whatever. I'm really, really valuing my peace, hanging out with my family, chilling with my friends. Like, I have not really been single too long in my life. So for some women or even men to just, you know, think of something like that. I'm like, ew, dude, no, I don't want your bitch. Like, <laughs> oh God, I could, I'm not going to, or I don't want I'm you to tell you this story like, offline. <laughs> like that's just, I don't, I don't know why you're, you're putting your insecurities on me. Um, cause like, you know, sometimes I do like, I like to people watch, but sometimes that can be taken maybe in a wrong way. So I'm not checking out your man. I'm not checking out your girl. I'm, I'm literally just admiring y'all's relationship. Like I love seeing couples out there, you know, continue to date each other, continue to fall in love with each other because that gives me hope. I, I don't think I'm ready. I, I don't know. I don't think I'm not ready to date. I'm just, I'm good. Um, and so I love seeing the love around me, my sister's marriage, you know, my parents, all that jazz, like, I love seeing people that give me hope and, and that establish, you know, the love languages and devote themselves to their partner. Um, but, you know, if you're feeling some type of way because you're insecure because your partner cheated on you, like, is the random woman the problem or is your man the problem? Or like, you know, their wandering eyes the problem. So that's where I'm a little frustrated. Or, or are you the problem? As in... <laughs> Just because you like, like, say if your man hasn't done anything, your certificate hasn't done anything, or the woman's just kind of there, the other person's just there, but you're feeling some type of way. Yeah. Yeah. So I it's not just so like. No, 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 you're right. You are so right. Because I used to be such an insecure girlfriend. And if you put that on them, then maybe they will start checking out other women. Like, like, if you push too much and you're too insecure, like, listen, yeah. ladies, if you haven't fucking figured this out already, if y'all start acting fucking crazy and feeling some type of way when your partner has not done, you know, this goes for males yeah. too. Your partner hasn't done shit. And, but, okay. And I hate, I hate this. Well, my ex did this. Okay, motherfucker. They're, that's why they're an ex. That's, they're an ex for a reason. You can't punish that person. Like, yes, we've all been guilty about that shit to where, like, I have been, not, like, to the crazy point, but, like, I've been guilty of that to where, like, shit from my past relationship trickled over. Like, when my oh. ex beat the shit out of me, oh, that 100% trickled into my next relationship. Not that I was accusing him of anything, but I didn't give him, I didn't give right. him the love that he deserved because I still was so fucked up. Traumatized. Not just from that. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just but and you can... Uh, what's the word you can self-sabotage because like you're wanting to see those signs before they happen so that that way you don't get your heart broken, but that's not mm -hmm. fair to the other person. They're, they're, they're not doing what you think they're doing. Exactly. And then accusing, like if you are accusing or if you're feeling some type of way or you're getting jealous really easily because somebody just looked at your significant other, look, motherfucker, just cause you look doesn't mean shit. People can look all, it is human nature to just look. Like, if you see somebody beautiful, like, if I see a, a hot-ass girl, I'm going to look at her. I'm sorry if I see a dude. Like, I am a very much a people watcher. I'm a fucking bartender, for God's sakes. I am a huge people watcher. But that does not mean that I want your man. That does not mean that kind of shit. But, like, you're just going to push your significant other away. If you can't even be in, like, a public setting or be able to just do anything without freaking the fuck out, 
then you also need to self-evaluate yourself on that part as well. Now, if your significant other did some fuck shit, okay, I can understand that. But if your significant other hasn't done shit and you're just using your past to fucking validate that, no, stop fucking doing that shit. That's not fair to nobody at the end of the day. Because that poor person that you're fucking trying to come at all sideways, they didn't do anything. They they didn't do anything. So it's just like, I don't know. That goes for both ways. Even then, even if you do have an insecure partner and they're like, are you cheating? Are you cheating? Are you you, you flirting with a neighbor? Blah, 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 whatever. That doesn't give you the right to go and prove them right. (laughs) Like, (laughs) what the fuck? Like, what kind of fucking logic and rationality is that there is none you're you're just a turd licker at the end of the day just remember who you're in bed with like that that's the thing like if yeah look don't touch end of story that's it yep yeah but yeah i've had to work on myself and and you know kind of differentiate the difference between admiring and full-blown like checking out in a disrespectful way you know yeah so again, the love languages is just one way to just get to know how your partner acts, reacts and does with, you know, love, lust, whatever. And it can also be your friend. Like it's just, it is a really cool way to learn about you and others. So I think you can show up as a friend, as a partner way better if you do read the book or if you do read about love languages. So we both sincerely, you know, advocate for that so if you guys haven't heard of the love languages before definitely check it out and let us know your thoughts about anything that we've covered um because you know that we're not afraid to call ourselves out and call other people out <laughs> that's an understatement so, yeah and i love i i know you noted that one episode or two ago but yeah i do admire that about us too like i don't know anyways anyways so question though for this next topic is do you think you'll ever get married again Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> I love when I do that to you. And the little giggle that you get, <laughs> your face is like "fuck." Um, I think so. I hope so. It's not completely out there, but I would also be okay if I didn't. You know, I like I said, I went from relationship to relationship, or like you know, always trying to talk to someone. And the past few years being single, just doing me has been really good. I've quit hooking up and doing the the one night stand shit or anything like that. And I've quit dating also like within the past year. Um, but like I said, I love seeing the couples and people out there that inspire me and that give me hope. But I don't, I, I also don't desperately seek it anymore you know I want to because I think that's also what happened with my last relationship I should have just enjoyed it instead of pressuring him to marry me or to get married and now like and I'm really glad that I have that mindset because I can enjoy the dating the talking stage for just what it is not every relation not every encounter is going to be a relationship is going to turn into a serious you know um partner and that's okay but I'm also like really tired of the one and done kind of thing and I don't I'm, I'm just kind of done wasting my time by doing that but that doesn't mean that it's I've completely given up on love I'm just not I'm just not desperate for it and I'm not seeking it I'm mm-hmm. just kind of riding the wave see yeah. and the reason I bring that up 
Yeah. So the reason I bring that up is because, like, I never, I come from a family that. But I come from to where, like, I have not seen a successful in my intermediate family, um, except for with my grandpa. But even before that, his his marriage, um, things were always toxic. Like every marriage I've ever seen was just toxic. Uh, so I was just kind of like, no, I don't. I think I'm good. I think I'm not that. I think my family's cursed. It is what it is. Um, it hasn't been within the. I'm not gonna lie. Within the last year, where I was like thinking about it and considering it. Oh, maybe yeah. one. Maybe one day. It's not something I'm like. Oh, I need me a husband right now yeah. because. Well. Sorry to interrupt, but we are coming up on wedding season, and I love the inspiration. I love seeing, like, I love going to weddings, bitch. I will tear up that dance floor. And oh, absolutely. It's going to be a great time. But I also love seeing, you know, like, just how people's personalities come out in the wedding and, like, the little details. Like, this is definitely, like, I'm at a good age where, you know, you go to your friend's weddings and you get inspiration. You figure out what you want for your wedding, what you don't want, stuff like that. Um, but yeah. Yeah, I just... It's wedding season. Yeah, so. I just, with being, like, it's nothing I'm like, okay, let's get, like, I want to get married right now. Like, this is what I want in my life. Um, and the reason I bring this up, because I really don't know if he listens to this or not. But I still have an engagement ring, and I don't know what to do with it. It's been over. It's been it's been a hot minute, and I literally was like, I don't I don't know what to do with it. I I, I don't. Okay. And he hasn't asked for it back. I mean, it's been a long. It's been months, like months. Okay. Okay. And I don't know what to do with it. Well, you did say he didn't back, and that was going to be my first question. Is um, after my split up, I—I I mean, he bought it for me. It was a—it was a pretty penny, and I felt like I would be sad just looking at it. And also, like, it was a three-piece set, so I could have kept the bands, but also, why? Mm -hmm. You know. But also, why not? If it if it is three separate bands, like the engagement ring, the wedding band, and then another one, I was like, okay. I mean, these are real diamonds. These are beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. I think oh, I the ring's be, beautiful. Yeah, I think I would be. I if I, looking back, I feel like maybe I should have kept a band, but not in the sense of like, oh, I miss him. I miss what we had. It's just it's a beautiful piece, and maybe some. One else will enjoy the wedding or the engagement piece, but I can at least like still have the band because, like I said, it's beautiful jewelry. But I offered it back. I was like, "Hey, do you want this back?" And he's like, "No. What the fuck am I gonna do with it?" And I was like, "Well, what the fuck am I gonna do with it?" And he's like, "I don't, I don't care." And um, we we split just cleanly, evenly. I didn't have anything of his. We didn't really have a lot in our name together, so it made for a really easy split. But um. I ended up just selling it and I got some money out of it and I got to kind of like furnish my first apartment with it and stuff like that. So it was a little bittersweet, but, um, I mean, that's just what I did with it. And, you know, now someone else can enjoy that if, if they want, if they want it, I think it's really, I, I think by now someone has absolutely bought it, but I, yeah, I'm like, what the fuck am I going to do with this 
Ew, I was like a child bride. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> that just like sit in your head there for a second. Right. I was like, ew, why was I in such a hurry? Like, chill the fuck out, Jess. But, yeah, it whatever. has not been until recently that I'm like, okay. That yeah. actually, getting proposed to actually scared the fuck out of me. I ain't gonna lie. I wasn't ready for it. I didn't know it was coming. And like, I'm a straight, just call myself out on it. I don't care. Like, if you watch the video, my face. I'm oh, like, like, I'm going to show you the picture. I'm going to have to find the screenshot and show you yeah. the picture of my yeah. face. Like, it's just like, uh, oh, look, this is a win. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And like, I just, I feel really bad too, because like, I shouldn't feel bad, but I do feel bad. Mm-hmm. And the way that it happened, like the way that the proposal happened, I was very uncomfortable very uncomfortable Did you feel like pressure to say yes, yes. Okay. absolutely yeah. yes because didn't talk to my best friend didn't talk to my mother didn't talk to my grandfather like i'm not super duper traditional right but the fucking courtesy of talking to three of the four of my most important people in my entire life when the only person you did talk to was my seven-year-old okay i mean and my seven-year-old didn't quite even comprehend. Like, he did. He understood it. But what? at the same oh. time, he was kind of like, they didn't whatever. Really okay. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I don't know, man. I, at least he talked to your seven-year-old. I, I mean, that's something. My mom. But I get <laughs> it. I get it. Um, yeah. Well, I guess what I have to just bluntly ask you is, <laughs> Why are you holding on to it? Is it the emotion? I, don't, I just don't know. No, absolutely you not. You don't know where to sell it. You don't know. So it's not an individual set. Like you can't like, it's just a whole, it's just, just one ring. thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. So what you can do is you can, you can sell it, pawn it. Um, or you ask can, if you that's can, okay. No, you don't have to ask. He didn't want it back. So, and I, what I've lately seen a lot of people do is just take the diamonds out or the jewelry, the gemstones, and repurpose it into another new just necklace or part of a bracelet or something like that. Like there's there's jewelers that will do that for you. So there's options. And I think I would have rather done that. Like if I could have taken the centerpiece and just made it into a necklace. Okay. Yeah. Cause I mean, I think I more so just feel bad because I like there is like, I was looking at it the other day and I was like, this is really pretty, but I was like, my, my mom long time ago was like, when I broke it off, she was like, yeah, that's probably gonna be the only crazy person to ever marry you. <laughs> I was like, damn, oh bitch. <laughs> like, all right then. But I just, I feel, I don't know why I feel bad. Like, everybody keeps saying upon it, but I still, there's just a piece of me that feels bad because it's not like we ended on bad terms. Right. It's just like, look, dude, I'm sorry. Out. This is yeah. how I feel. I was just blown with them about it. Like, I'm not going to keep stringing you along when I just, I don't feel the same way anymore. I just, I don't. And, it was it wasn't a I think that's why is because it wasn't it wasn't nasty. It wasn't like I felt bad for breaking because he was a good dude. He was. He was great. There was some things that just I don't know. Whatever. Uh so I wanna for listeners, if you've ever been in this predicament before to where you've either been proposed to or been the person to propose and then it broke off during the engagement, 
what did you do with the ring? Did you ask for it back immediately? Did you wait down the line? Did you just say, fuck it, never have a conversation about it? Because we have, like, we haven't. We have not had a discussion about the ring. And we've we've talked, like, had conversations about stuff, um, like, after we broke up. Like, simple shit because the internet, like, we had to switch the internet over or whatever. But the ring was never brought up. Excuse me. Mm. Wait, so, so is, like, this, is this baby daddy? No, 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 no. Not this baby was, daddy. Okay. Because I was going to say, like, yeah, I mean, so you're not, since he didn't ask for it back, you're not obligated to. And I, and like you said, like, I feel like part of you wants to hate him, but it didn't end like that. And that's okay. Mm -hmm. So I think if there's another way for you to be able to look back on that relationship, then that's fine. But I think that would kind of cause a future partner some discomfort if you kept the ring. You know what I yeah, mean? Yeah, no, I don't want like, I don't yeah. want to keep the ring. I just don't oh, know what to do. Okay. I just feel like an asshole for still pawning it. Because I if yeah. you girl, if you looked at this ring, this ring, it had to have been a pretty penny. Had to have been. Get you some money, girl. No. <laughs> Again, he didn't want it back. I know how you feel, but it's it's a, such a common thing. So let's definitely hear from the audience. But I think I think you should pawn it or sell it or just get those stones taken out and into a new piece. I think that would be really pretty too. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. So <laughs> that just got like super deep into the conversation. Like this I whole- told y'all it would be a roll. <laughs> so I do want to bring up again that we are almost at a thousand downloads, which is absolutely fucking insane. Absolutely. My, I told Jess here that by July 4th, we'll be at a thousand but shit we're already over at 700 so i, don't I know, know which is crazy i'm just like i just don't believe it well one because <laughs> i'm a dumbass and i don't check in on the podcast like i should but like i'm like comparing it to our follower ratio but hey i mean i i know for a fact a lot of people are just snoopy and nosy on instagram but <laughs> the downloads and the listens don't lie so exactly and that's the thing and i was just explaining this to somebody i was like yeah we don't have a big followership on instagram but it's a podcast so as long as the podcast itself is being listened to and that's the point that's what i need is people to listen to the podcast like that's what that's what matters at the end of the day because yeah. again followership on the instagram it that's whatever it's yeah. just It'll something happen, to put the out there. exactly but it is awesome to see that people are tuning in they appreciate it they dig it so hell yeah thank you guys for all your support so far and as always we always love your feedback and suggestions um and yeah, thank you for hanging in with us with this, you know, ups and downs. And oh yeah, for goes. sure. And if we decide to do the merch, we do have a couple ideas. Once we hit the thousand, whatever. Now we just need some ideas from you guys. We have our own ideas and some things that we've discussed, but we also want to hear back from you because obviously you guys are going to be the one that wants the merch. So some of y'all have told me some stuff, but that's another thing. There's a lot of feedback we want from this episode, so hopefully you're still. Uh, still with us on this one <laughs> um but yeah no definitely send us the feedback if you want to see something on the merchandise once we get to that point hell yeah but still continue to like share and subscribe and get us fucking help us with our followership on instagram because again fuck yeah with our podcast like blowing up the way that it is but mm -hmm. somebody looks at our damn instagram and be like 
y'all ain't shit. Right? <laughs> like, are we lacking something on Instagram? Maybe we need to show more tits. I don't fucking know. Maybe show more tits or I don't know. I mean, I really. At least we don't have to buy followers. (laughs) 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 Whatever. I love you. (laughs) Thank you guys for still hanging in there with us. And I hope you enjoyed this shit show of a roller coaster with us. And (laughs) okay. Peace. Bye.